0: Well, it's been a hot minute, but we are finally back. We are. It, it, it's been, what, three weeks? It's been about that, but it's been a crazy three weeks. It's been a nuts three weeks. Yeah. Between
1: Christmas and kind of Boxing Day for you mm. and like all that and the lead up, you obviously would have been super busy. I still am. And I suppose in my circumstance, I had a lot of people wanting to uh, neck themselves. So Good So that was keeping me busy. Oh my God. I know. Look, you know, it's not the kind of way. You think you want to end the year, but sadly, as a reality of holidays, people tend to get a little bit sad. So, yeah. you know, I was there to pick up the pieces. Yeah, you do that. Oh, you what, do.
0: You do no, it for your, your job. job. <laughs> you do it for your job. My job is good. Yours is not. Mine, shit. <laughs> but um, you know what? Just speaking on the whole shit, mm-hmm. this year's been shit. If you could sum up this year in three words. What would you say? That was
1: shit. Okay. Well, okay. Yep, I really don't have much left for that.
0: I'm keeping it pretty concise. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no well, other I way to put I kind of figured that. It. Yeah. Okay, there's well. no other way to put it. But you know what? As far as all the shit that this year has been... Yeah. The, uh, look, this episode is definitely about the shining beacon of hope that came this year.
1: And I think, you know, I summed it up pretty nicely with that image I put up on the Rebels page mm-hmm. of... Um, Mando looking into Grogu's eyes.
0: Oh.
1: That is should be an indication now of what we are going to discuss
0: as part of this episode. Yeah. You know what? Fucking let's just get into it. This is Rebels without a Clue All right, so before we jump into the main sort of subject of this episode, which everyone knows is going to be season two of The Mandalorian, um, let's go straight into (laughs) one of our segments.
1: Let's keep it on a lighter note. Let's enjoy (laughs) ourselves a little bit because what's probably going to be problematic at this point is that we are both semi-tired. So the results of this segment may not unfold exactly how we want it to, but this is very off the cuff now. They're going to be damned. Really, really shit and How, really what are you stupid. Be like very damn 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 in yeah, your bam. BAM
0: There you go. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's start it. So let's do the our segment of um really brief movie blurbs.
1: Brief movie blurbs no, it's the best we kind of yeah, have on hand Yeah, that was just off the cuff We don't have any like those TikTok beatboxes or anything like that No, to do no, piece. we don't have like a pre-made like, no. sound bite to
0: <laughs> to fill in there But fuck it, whatever exactly. It is what it is Alright, so do you want to go first? I'll give you one to start Oh fuck Tell okay. me if you want me to, to shuffle these Shuffle Okay Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge oh, Okay Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge Scorpion gets his revenge. (laughs) That was a good start. Good start. All right. Uh, Let's go with... Uh, All right. Let's go with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse.
1: Where am I? (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll give you points for that. That was good.
1: All right. Okay, the Mortuary Collection. This should be really, really simple. The Mortuary Collection. It's cold in here. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I was gonna. I was thinking along the lines of everyone's dead. <laughs> okay, your turn.
0: All right. Uh, let's go with oh, my personal, and as every Rebels fan knows, my personal Christmas movie favorite: Home Alone Two: Lost in New York.
1: Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Assault and Battery. Bad. It kind of works because essentially It kind of does, but
0: I was hoping for more of a comedic- Okay, give me the comedic element, what you would have chosen. (laughs) Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Oops. Lost, I got on the wrong plane. Lost in New York's. Yeah. Fucking yeah.
1: This feeds back into the whole Spider-Verse thing where it's multiple places now. Yeah. yeah. There's New York, New York and
0: there's New York's. <laughs> it's
1: the Lebo New York. <laughs> there's a lebo Yeah. It's called the Gaza Strip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fucking hell. Okay. Um, All right. Whose yours- turn is it? yours, isn't it? Yes, it's mine. All right. uh, so for you, let's go with... Um, The New Mutants The New Mutants Welcome Mexico
1: What? Uh, I don't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where did that come because from? Because you know what? What was crossing my head I had this thing like hyphenated of mutants and aliens So, you know, what's another word for an immigrant? Ah. Oh. Yeah, I kind of yeah, fell through the gap.
0: It's a bit of a long though. It,
1: it's disappeared down the Marianas Trench.
0: Yeah, do you want do to try? Do you want to try again? With yeah, another- give me another one. Okay, uh, let's go with um. Oh fuck it, the Justice League. Justice League, they should have all died. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Seed should have won.
1: <laughs> Even the though he series. wasn't in it.
0: Yeah. Fucking hell. All right, last round. Last one. Again? No, Bobbleheads the movie. Bobbleheads the movie, permanently stuck in DK mode. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. It was right. good. Mm, I did okay. You did wow. Well. All right, for this last one, I want you to give me an oops one. Okay. <laughs> Tenant.
1: Oh,
0: fucking hell, Tony. Um Oops What? <laughs> Tenon Oops. What? I mean, literally yeah. what else are you gonna
1: do for it? I was gonna say like oops, do I watch this forward or backwards? But oops what? Is perfect for
0: that movie. Not not bad, not All right. Okay. So that wraps up our um our blurb movie segment.
1: That was a fun one. That was fun.
0: Yeah, I miss doing that. (laughs) That's always a laugh.
1: Okay. So getting onto it. Yeah. Obviously, we are talking about the Mandalorian season two. How did you feel that it carried over through from season one? Were you content with where it picked up and started? Well,
0: like I said in our season two episode one episode. There's a lot of episodes in there. I know. Yeah. I know. I said episode a few too many times. Episode. It's an episode in an episode of itself. It's tenant. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. What? what? <laughs> yeah. But like I said in our previous episode. Segment. <laughs> episode. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, I love the fact that it just the went. Fact, uh, I'm sorry. Can't I can't help. So that. I love that they just went with chapter. Chapter Nine instead of going season two episode one. Yeah, yeah. It just it was just that direct continuation, and I love the fact that they kept it that way. Yeah, just kept the continuity of the story so much better held together Mm. instead of going like giving it like a time skip or sort of shit had happened that we didn't know of, Mm. and then we get caught up with little flashbacks and shit. Like it kind of gets annoying with that sort of shit. So having that continuation, I felt, just made the flow a lot better.
1: Yeah, and and it kind of.
0: For me, I find in a lot of TV series and ones that do season one really, really
1: well, when they start off season two, like what you were saying, you know, if there's some kind of flashbacks or other, you know, different storylines that are taking place, I kind of get lost in that. And it takes you about an episode or two to kind of trace what's actually going on. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm. How they started season two was brilliant. Yeah. Just kind of exactly where it needed to carry off. And you were right back where you wanted to be. Exactly. And, you know, obviously with the success of season one, people were super engrossed right from the start. Yeah. Which is the bonus about this series though. Oh yeah, 100%. Like again, you know, in a roundabout way, you can't really fault it. Mm. I'm I'm literally going to say there's nothing to fault. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So that's where I felt like, you know, obviously introducing... Because the way Mando's does it, like in terms of the series itself, that it's different stories each episode, obviously. Yeah. But they carry that kind of one continuous timeline of story of getting Baby Yoda back to a Jedi to or Jedi's, whoever. Yeah. So that in itself kind of is the tether that keeps season one and season two together. Yeah, definitely. So that was obviously the bonus in that. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any you were pleasantly surprised by or excited by when you saw
0: them? You know exactly which one. Okay, it was. but I want
1: you to go through the other ones first
0: before we yeah, arrive. at I, that Well, one. there's obviously the big elephant in the room, which I'll save that for the for the end. Who you? Yeah. Uh, I'm the elephant in the room. <laughs> um, so I'd have to say, well, I guess one of the biggest ones would have been Ahsoka. Absolutely, fucking, I, I was. Blown away with yeah. that episode. That was really well done. Um, casting choice it was brilliant it's as well. So spot on. Yeah, and costume I thought was fantastic. I think a lot of people had like had problems with like the wrinkles in her like head tentacle things. Yeah, but I'm like oh, f- but that, that's just
1: getting picky now.
0: I know that's really nitpicking. Right? Really oh, irrelevant. Like, I thought it was fine. Yeah, um, but the way that uh, what's her name? Rose. What's the actress's name uh, Dawson Rosaria Dawson. Rosaria Dawson. Yeah. The way she played Ahsoka, um, I thought was brilliant. Like even down to the fire choreography, the, that was awesome. phenomenal. Yeah, that was absolutely really phenomenal. really well done. Yeah. Um. So her, um, the return of <laughs> one of our personal favorites, Carter Dane. <laughs> 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 I Fucking love seeing her. Love her character. She's I love just what she all about. She's just beast. awesome. Yeah. Um the intro the introduction of Bo-Katan as yes. well that was yep. really cool played by, by Katie Sackoff yeah from Battlestar which I, I I've loved her for a long time she's a really good actress so cool to see her in there would you suck off Sackoff uh... <laughs> <laughs> your lips would look really gross as you do that oh yeah <laughs> everything about that image is gross
1: like I felt like I just had this vision of you sitting in like a dark club. In uh, the corner on like a stool and the girl like accidentally finds herself next to you. Yeah. And you've just kind of leant over to your right,
0: looked her dead in the eyes, and just gone. Mm. Oh yuck. For those of you well, obviously no one can see what's happening right now, but it's the it's just puckered lips. <laughs>
1: it's puckered lips. Puckered
0: lips. <laughs> 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 okay, no. So back on point. So having Burkatin introduct in like introduction introduced into the Mandalorian universe. I think was really cool. Uh, who else was there? Um the return of Bill Burr, like not one of the characters was like, oh, yeah, cool, he's back. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. He had a but nice little cameo. The piece. episode that they had with him, I thought was really well done. Yeah. I thought his character development throughout that episode was leaps and bounds ahead yeah. of his first appearance, which yeah, yeah. was really well done. Um, who else have we got? Uh, oh, pfft. One of the big, one of the big fucking appearances, Boba Fett. Holy huge, crap, huge! That was fucking huge, and his involvement in the series was even better. Like, holy crap, he did more in this season than he had done throughout any Star Wars movie that he'd been a part of. Yeah, and Fennec. Oh, and Fennec coming back as well. Yeah, I just, I really her. like her character. I love her character, but also love the actress as well. I yeah, just, I reckon she's just really. For those of you yeah. who
1: don't know, what it is it's Chun Li.
0: <laughs> it's Chun Li or May from Agents of Shield. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I reckon she's just a really and good actress. And she's an old bitch, isn't she? She's close to 50, he, but doesn't look it. I bang the fuck out. Oh, yeah. She's sober hot. Mm. Sober hot. So, because I had so, bow by my head. <laughs> she's sober hot. <laughs> which means you can be sober and still and think she's her. hot. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be drunk.
1: <laughs> oh, come on. Uh-huh. Yuck. And it'd sound gassy from her, I reckon. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. No, no it wouldn't. It flaps would be just like airy. No. Nah. <laughs>
0: No what? queefing. <laughs> okay. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. D2 it. D2 it. Disgusting. Fucking yeah, disgusting. All right. Who else have we got? So we have Boba Fett. Oh, let's just, let's arrive at it. And then obviously the biggest of them all. The fucking, this, this, when I saw this whole scene. We were watching it together. My jaw was practically on the floor throughout this whole scene.
1: Jaw on the floor,
0: hand down his pants. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. My hands weren't down my pants because they were on my sides, banging on the fucking- Like a downy. I oh, I was super excited. <laughs> I was so excited. It was a huge moment, man.
1: I I think you you called it obviously as soon as you saw the green lightsaber come out.
0: No, for me, it didn't click until he turned the lightsaber off and went to put away, and it gave you the close up of the lightsaber hilt. Once I saw that, I knew it was Luke. Yeah, okay. And I fucking lost my fucking marbles. Yeah, no, because that was a big moment. like I said to you, after we finished watching it, it was finally the scene that I've been waiting for since Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it was the final. It was finally that that moment where of just Luke being like at his Jedi peak, absolute badass, just tearing through fucking stormtroopers. Yeah, it was exactly what I was wanting and been waiting for. It was. For me, it was perfect. I fucking... uh, I can't describe it enough. I think
1: what was also really cool about that moment... Like, everything else it felt like slowed down. In my head, on the screen, everything slowed down... And it was like Luke moving a little bit quicker... Than my brain capacity could absorb. It was weird in the sense of like... I was like, oh, 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 it is. Oh, maybe not. And I kept going back and forth, back and forward. But that fight sequence... As he was walking through, you could tell this guy's a boss. This is a serious Jedi. He's not here to fuck around. Yeah,
0: and it really did show kind of like his, I guess, his kind of power level from everyone else that had been up into that point. So, I mean, because I had Ahsoka in that series, which was also another Jedi, but I didn't get the same sort of, I guess, power vibe Mm -hmm. from her that I got from Luke. Absolutely. Luke, like, he looked like the way they depicted Luke is that he was in his own league. Like he was no the no next level he of Jedi, right? Ahsoka was powerful. Don't get me wrong, because she was tearing through that whole town like, like no yeah. one's business, right? But you can but still see this watching different. Luke was so different. It was like whoa, yeah. he's fucking tearing through everybody like it's absolutely nothing to him. It was a piece of it peace. was it was retardedly yeah. good, right? Yeah. So I loved how they just depicted how powerful a being he was compared to everybody else because you saw. Just a little bit before Mando having the fight with Moff Gideon, like it was, it wasn't exactly an easy fight. he, no. he struggled a bit, but and especially when he was trying to fight off one of those dark staunt, dark troopers, yeah. right? It was a struggle and it was a hard fight. And then you see Luke take on a whole platoon of them like they're fucking toys. Yeah. It was ridiculous yeah. how cool they made, like how much more powerful they made him look, and kind of give you the scope of how powerful a force wielder is compared to a normal person. And oh, you, I suppose shit. it's
1: it's props to John Favreau for having and Dave Filoni and Dave Filoni to have the vision to do a sequence like that, mm. which I you know obviously you're a Star Wars head yourself, yeah. but to do a homage to the the one of the greatest, yeah, and to bring him into that scene. I guarantee you across the world,
0: Star Wars nerds and keen and avid fans would have lost their minds. Yeah, yeah. A lot I reckon a lot of people did lose their minds. Like you see the reaction videos, how many people started Cried. crying. Yeah. Like I'm not that emotional when I watch stuff. I was more excited as opposed to like emotionally like overcome. Mm. Right? But just that just goes to show you the brilliance of what they did and what kind of effect it gave people just yeah. by watching it. That's impressive. Yeah. Has there been
1: any other moment in a series or TV or movie that you've kind of had that same sensational feeling? Apart from maybe like the end game moment.
0: Oh, hopefully Rob doesn't listen to this episode. He won't. Okay. Good. You know he won't. Um, no, nothing comes to mind. Nothing like that. I think I think a part of what made this like that whole reveal so much more potent was that they had kept it secret for over a year. No one knew that was coming. Yeah, and I think that's what made it so much better because you think about it these days, how everything gets kind of spoiled before it comes out. Because it gets leaked and that sort of shit. Yeah. But the fact that Disney were able to keep it under wraps for so long and no one had a clue that when it hit, it hit us so much harder than anything before. Yeah. And I think... That's the way that, that sort of stuff needs to go forward. I think all production companies now need to keep a fucking really tight lid on when they're producing shit to make sure nothing of it gets out because it makes the viewing experience that much better. Yeah. I know that everyone's always super like I guess impatient and excited to find out shit before it comes out, but if I'm going to have that same first experience like I did watching that final episode of Mandalorian, again in, an, in whatever other series it may be, Don't tell me anything. I don't want to know. I want to be surprised.
1: Is there any other story arc within Star Wars that you'd be fascinated by or, like, lose your marbles at with the introduction
0: of a certain character? Not introduction of a a certain character. I'm looking – well, the one I'm looking forward to the most out of all these – well, obviously Disney announced all those new series and stuff. um, But the one that I'm looking most forward to – Of course, Obi-Wan. I want to see kind of like the – I guess the renegade – kind of like escaping the Empire era Obi-Wan. Like, I yeah. want to see him just, you know, basically like Mandalorian style, like basically like a rogue Westerner, like Western cowboy sort of setup where he's just on his own and trying to fend off people from finding him out. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to see that.
1: But I feel like now it's kind we've arrived at a point with what Disney have done with that series and having the right directors and the right cast and all of that They've built the formula. So what Marvel did for their formula, I'm sorry, but Star Wars now have the formula for success. But do you
0: think that it's a Marvel formula or is that the Disney formula?
1: It's a Disney formula. I'm, I'm saying is. Disney in comparison, Marvel found their niche and their formula that worked, hence the reason they just kept pumping them out. But do you and-
0: think that was all to do with Marvel or was that to do with Disney? Was this Disney's plan from the get-go to sort of... Kind of build this greater universe with the Marvel franchise. Be like, hey, that was super successful. What else has a big universe like that? Hey, we have Star Wars. Why don't we try it on that?
1: I, I don't think it's necessarily Disney on its own. I think it, it has to be accompanied by people with vision. So, you know, Kevin Feige, yeah. visionary. When it comes to how he wanted it all connected.
0: You know, I'm gonna, honestly, I'm going to say it. It's Kevin Feige is a big part of it, but who started off the Marvel universe like this time around? It was fucking John Favreau. He did Iron Man one. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. started it all. Yeah. It's fucking John Favreau. Okay. But
1: all I'm saying is
0: that- make him the CEO of Disney. Let he, leave him in charge of everything. He'll fucking, he'll make it good. What, like what I'm trying to say is
1: it's, it's a cog. It's, it's in a whole bunch of moving parts. And without those people at the helm yeah. directing of, yes, do you know what? You can have the most phenomenal script and storylines. But if you cannot translate that to screen, it's going to fall away. Like Justice League, for example.
0: No, like fucking Star Wars episode. Oh, and that garbage. Episode yeah. 7, 8, and 9. Yeah. 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 I can't believe that a TV show has exceeded its, the three movies. Yeah, wholeheartedly. It's exceeded them by far. I think
1: Mandalorian is now the most watched TV series. I'm not surprised. Of this year. Like it, nothing else has even come close to it. I'm now. not surprised, yeah.
0: honestly. I am not surprised because it was just fantastic on the whole. Oh, like Absolutely. I can't think of any bad thing about it. Like, I know a lot of people are, like, reading reviews and stuff and people's comments saying that they didn't like the CGI they did with Luke's face and whatnot. I'm like, were you guys watching the same episode that I watched? Because I thought that looked phenomenal. Yeah. Right? And I do have a little bit of a, like, a 3D art slash CG animation background, right? I know how much effort that takes, but to me, that looked phenomenal. It was. It was that incredible. was amazingly yeah. well done. I yeah. don't care what anyone else says. I don't think they're wrong. Right? Think, you're fucking wrong. I don't
1: think they would have put that as a sequence in the movie if it wasn't right, because that would have been sh- uh, shut down really, really quickly. Yeah, hundred percent. So the fact that they've taken the time to make sure that that was exactly how it needed to be, yeah, like obviously, you know. The The way it was filmed in the sequence leading up to him revealing himself was perfect. You yeah. know, the behind sequences, the little, you know, indications. Yeah. Was perfect. Yeah. Fighting style, perfect. All right, sweet. The reveal. And you're like, wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: And it was just perfectly put together.
0: And what made it even better is just the, the tweet after the episode went out where Mark Hamill tweeted a picture of himself doing like, like the shush face going, uh, what, I can't remember what did he put as the comment. Um, I don't, actually, I don't think he even put a comment. He just did that face. And like, oh, you absolute brilliant man. Fucking... He is, Oh, though. my he God, really I is. love you so much.
1: Um, speaking of me. fighting styles and fighting... Um, oh, yeah,
0: you found out something I found out a
1: really, really interesting fact. So, Boba Fett's... What would you call it? His piece? I think that was a Tuscan rifle. Okay. Well, the, the one that he actually used for himself... So there was a interview that I watched where they were speaking to Tamara Morrison and obviously the director and basically Tamera, Tamera, he's got a fuck name. T- T- I'm going to call him Tammy. Teza. Tez. Tez basically <laughs> had said um, or was showing the director the Haka. So obviously if you don't know, he's of Kiwi descent and.
0: Oh, bro.
1: Oh, Bro. And so he was doing the performance of the Haka and the director was like, I I really, really like this. You know, this is something we need to incorporate in. So as part of it, there's also the thing called a Waka, which is kind of like a, a, a fighting dance kind of style. And that scene where we see Boba absolutely going to town on the Stormtroopers is actually inspired by the Waka dance. And it was cool because I actually got to see like him rehearsing with all the stunt coordinators and directors of how they were going to do it. And he was showing like the demonstration, the moves to the, like the crew and stuff. And I'm just like, you're just a sick cunt. It's like the perfect casting for Boba.
0: Oh yeah. Hell yeah.
1: He's just so good for it. So good.
0: He is perfect for it. And one, and actually one of the things I loved about that scene the most was now Disney's not really into the whole gore and showing people like, you know, being dismembered or bloody faces, that sort of stuff. In terms of
1: the Star Wars stuff? Yeah, they don't really do that,
0: right? Even when people get cut with lightsabers, you don't see blood and guts flying out, right? They just kind of see it off and it's pretty tame. It's very tame, right? I love with Boba's fight, when he's taking on the Stormtrooper, he's going to fucking town. The one shot they did where he smashed the... The like, helmet. The helmet. Yeah. Like, he fucking like, took a gaping hole out of the helmet. Yeah. Just, wow, okay. Yeah. He fucking lay the smackdown. Like, that's fucking amazing. You can tell he's a brute. Yeah, it was fucking He's not brilliant. there to fuck around. No. Um, and I think they kind
1: of capture that again, though, just in his interactions with people. When... You know, there was that whole confrontation in the bar between Bo Katan and him yeah. and that other one. Yeah. Um, and it just kinda gives you an indication of what Boba's really all about. Like his character development, I loved it. Oh, me too. Again, I don't I'm not a Star Wars head, so I don't know the full background and kind of the understanding of his
0: place within the whole movie. Unless universe you've or read external stuff about Star Wars. Yeah. If you're going just off the movies themselves, background of Boba Fett. Not much,
1: yeah, yeah, not
0: much at all. You got more background into him in the prequel series mm-hmm. when you learn about his father, Django Fat, who was the original um, main test subject of the cloning program, right? And Boba was one of the clones that he took as he, that Joba took as his son, yeah, right. So that's how Boba came to be, yeah. That's as much as you found. Well, that's as much as I remember from the prequel movies about Boba, yeah. Right. Then going forward from that in the original trilogy. What you know about Boba? Fuck all. Yeah, He's just a bounty hunter. Yeah, he barely. I don't think. I think he says like two sentences, and that's it. Yeah. So you don't really get much from him at all. So that's why I'm. That's why I said earlier that this whole season had more development of character for Boba Fett than he had had through any other appearance in the Star Wars movies, yeah. apart from the external, like in the novels and the and the comics and the all that sort of
1: shit. But as you're saying that, it's interesting because. They've given character te- development in this series to a lot of fan favorite characters yeah which again is just the smart and brilliance of I
0: wonder if that's just that was their plan or if it was actually the people behind it were fans themselves and it's like okay, who do I want to see in this series I'd, I'd have because to be a I'm a fan of both I'm a fan, right and look, I'm just saying it from their perspective' like I'm a fan. I want to see these characters in here and all my friends want to see these characters. I'm going to put them in. Yeah. yeah. Right? It makes me think that that's kind of maybe the mentality that they had. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I think, you know, the
1: only one now that I need to see somewhere integrated into the Star Wars
0: world is Darth Maul. Which I don't know if you'll get him. I know, I know. To be honest, because I think where this is set now, he's long gone.
1: That's... Yeah, it's a sad. If you sad want reality more Darth
0: Maul, you have to watch Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, but it's cartoony. But it's good. Yeah, but it's it's cartoony. really good. I want
1: to see yeah. a live action Darth Maul, like I did in Solo.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: briefly. Yeah, yeah. briefly. But fuck, that was so good.
0: Yeah, but I, don't, I know I, I don't know. think we'll get Darth Maul Regardless, ever again. I think whatever his whole thing's done, I'll still be devastated. Yeah, but. Fuck man, just so just brilliantly done.
1: Okay, can we touch on the pinnacle piece of the series? We did not already.
0: Ah, oh, Grogu. We finally got a
1: name, and uh, you've got a nickname for him, Mister Dennis the Man. Fucking,
0: he was that one episode. Was the episode eleven? It Was chapter eleven? Yeah, yeah. When they're escorting the the frog lady back to her planet, and they crash land on the on that icy yeah. Planetoid? Yeah. Whatever it was. Um, that little shit. He was such a little menace that episode eating her fucking endangered species children. Yeah. The like, last of a civilization shit. and this gun's devouring them. Oh, uh, the, the comments that came out after that, like, people just took it way out of oh,
1: context. Oh my. The, why did you have to
0: bring that up? I had to. As soon as I, I heard had the to. word genocide,
1: <laughs> I was like... What has this world come to?
0: Genocide of a made up alien race of a small infantile
1: creature. Like but, That's uh, not
0: real. Gro- it's not Gro- even a
1: real thing. Grogo Grogu in his past life Gro-go. was Hitler. <laughs> Grogo Shut up. <laughs> Is he starting his own yogurt brand? Sorry, I was just so frustrated with <laughs> that whole th- It was all over my Facebook. I was reading, oh, you know, fans having problem with genocide I was like, what? So I read into the article and it was the egg eating. I was like, people, like, pull your fucking heads out of your asses. Because this is a joke, man. Like, this is a fake world, a fake universe of people. Like, these characters, these civilizations do not exist. What are you
0: cracking it about? (sighs) Fucking, it just comes down to the simple term, snowflakes. Everywhere. Fucking snowflakes. I've never. If you've got a, if every little thing offends you. Go fucking dig a hole, bury your head in it, and then cover it up again. Just ostrich yourself.
1: Especially within television or cinema in the slightest, where there has been a tendency for viewers to criticize every single aspect of either characters, story. Do it in a critiquing way. I have no issue doing that. If the story's shit, call the story out. I don't mind. It's kind of what we do. Exactly. But when you're breaking it down to the point Where it's like a fucking thematic analysis Of Go fucking jump off a bridge And don't call me on the way down
0: Yeah no, nah, Definitely oh. And it's one of those ones like Okay if you've got a problem with it If you can do better By all means Talk away But Most most likely You can't do fucking better So shut the fuck up You know how it's going to turn out? It'll end up being Craft Legacy Oh don't even start with that shit (laughs) We did plan to do an episode on that Yeah, I
1: don't even know if it's worth our time No because I think I'd end up Just in a really bad headspace And really bad energy From talking about that Because I've never Hated something so much in my life And I'd rather reflect on the positives Out of 2020 Which was this series
0: Yeah So back to Grogu Grogu What did you think of the name? It suits him. I can't see him as any other way now. I don't know about you, but that first time that Mando said his name and he did that cute little turnaround. Just there. Like, oh. Yeah. It melted my heart. Yeah. So cute. Like, oh, man.
1: And because of Tony's fondness for Grogu, (laughs) I thought I need to make an investment here. And I actually got Tony a miniature style doll of Grogu, which when you push its belly... He coos. It makes the baby noises. He coos. Yeah, it's fucking cute as punch. It's the fucking cutest thing. Um, but it's just that moment, I think, that kind of, you know, obviously on top of the hill where he starts connecting with the Force. That mm. that was super cool. You start getting an indication, all right, he, he's not here to
0: muck around. He's, yeah, he's, he's a serious guy. He's got character. a lot of latent potential. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And then obviously- Or even going into when Ahsoka's saying that she feels that he does have good potential, yeah. but he's conflicted. And seeing as what she had gone through with Anakin, yeah. she was very hesitant to teach him. Yeah.
1: And then that moment when they're on Moff Gideon's Cruise ship, up.
0: yeah, and he's throwing the stormtroopers oh around like it's that was the first. I reckon that was the first time proper that we saw him using the force yeah. like that. Yeah, like we'd seen instances, but every time he used it, he would just like pass out. And one of the cutest moments for me was when Moff
1: Gideon brought out the black saber, yeah. and. Grogu's like kind of hunched over from expending all his energy and he kind of just gives the, like the little three fingers to try and give more force to get him away. Yeah. But it's just like nothing happening. Ah, uh,
0: ah, uh, no. I thought I found it
1: funny as well when they
0: put the, when he put him in handcuffs. Yeah. Like, like look, they had baby handcuffs! Look like, what? The, the, the,
1: where they get them custom made. So there's <laughs> some guy on let's say Tatooine that's sitting there making fucking
0: baby handcuffs. It was funny. I saw a meme pop up on my Facebook where... Um, it was two stormtroopers talking And they're like They had baby handcuffs And then and the second panel's like Are we the bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like That would be That would have been A realistic conversation Between
1: stormtroopers It would have like been Legitimately
0: Because it just makes you think Like wait Baby handcuffs Wait what?
1: Yeah Yeah No that, that That kind of threw me off guard But then I suppose that end sequence when Luke was approaching and he's sitting at the console, the computer console, and he just kind of gets that head turn nah. to look. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a big moment. Yeah. And that face reveal from Mando to him, emotional moment. It was, it was a pretty cool. Hard to get through, not going to lie. Yeah. For you, not so much. Me, not you're so a much. Cold, you- heartless car. I am. Um, but for me, sitting there, I was like, oh, you're pulling on heartstrings now. Yeah, that was that was quite the moment. Because I suppose you don't really get to see much of Mando's emotionality, mm. but in the space of a look, his character just develops so
0: quickly. Like yeah. there was so much in. An exchange that required no words. Yeah. So And I'll put that down to Pedro Pascal's acting chops. Yeah, he's brilliant. Though. He didn't have I to say that. a word. And his facial expression just said everything. Absolutely. Just credit to him, man. He's a he's a fucking... He's done the role brilliantly. And even for someone where you barely see his face... Yeah. So those little moments you get, I think it just gives it that much more impact. Yeah. When you see it. Do you think it. he'd be a fan of Star Wars? I think he would be by now. But he'd have to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Alright, so what would you consider as, let's say, your probably favourite fight sequence? There's no question. Luke. 100% it's the Luke. Okay, but if I extract the Luke one out, choose one of the other ones.
0: It, it's the same episode, it's when they board Moff Gideon's cruiser and you have Bo-Katan, uh, what's it, I think, her name's Sa- I think Sasha Banks, I think it's her name. Okay. The other, yeah. her, basically her sidekick, her commander. Yeah. Um, uh, Carter Gang and Fennec, yeah, boarding the ship and just just mauling through all these stormtroopers. That was so fucking of, cool. It was like a picture of all the
1: Endgame girls, yeah, and then the Star Wars girls. And it's like I know who I'd choose. Yeah. I was like, that's
0: sick. Oh hell yeah. Um, that like I think that whole scene of them just just absolutely just marauding through that ship was so cool. Yeah, that one. And it would have to go down to also. I think it was on episode. I think chapter ten. When they're on the boat and Mando's stuck in that kind of the water cage, and then Bo Katan and her two guys board the ship and start That's taking right. everyone out. Yeah, that yeah. was a very cool scene.
1: Um, I think for me, it's a combination of two. I love the fight sequence between Ahsoka and the uh, the, ch- the other lady, the chan- I
0: think, it was, I think it was the mayor or the chancellor, well, or whoever like she was. Yes. Uh, You've got an interesting fact about that. Yes, so we found out that the actress that played uh, the magistrate of that town was actually Bruce Lee's goddaughter.
1: Yeah, there you go. Very interesting. That's kind of cool.
0: So that sequence,
1: I loved seeing the capabilities of her then. Um, But then also the battle between Mando and Moff Gideon. That was sick. That was pretty cool. I love that. Just because you... You kind of see Mando's fighting style, but you don't see him go all out. Like, that right. was a proper fight sequence, and I loved it. Loved yeah. it.
0: Very, very, very,
1: very good. Yeah, I oh. muddled that wall. Very very very, 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 very good. good. It was like a <laughs> cat again, but really good. <laughs> very, very, very,
0: very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I My suppose- My mouth conked out.
1: Wrapping it up, like, in terms of the series itself, you know, how do you feel with
0: what Disney are going to do now with this flooding the market of all these new series? I love it. If I love it, but I'm also cautious at the same time because there is a lot of series that they're going to be releasing. I'm just hoping if they're gonna do all these series that we're getting basically Mandalorian yeah. um, Mandalor- level, yeah, uh, Mandalorian level production fuck value. Me. I know, I know. You shut are a up, big stuttering dumb fuck. Uh, I know. God, but yeah, I want Mandalorian level production, okay, and writing. Like yeah. I want to have like, that's the new benchmark. It is anything less than that, it's a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah, especially now you kind of you set the you set the benchmark like you can't, that's what everyone's going to go into it expecting to exactly. see more of that hundred percent yeah, are. and I don't blame it because I'm going to be the same.
1: And they'll lose, I think they'll lose viewers if they don't carry that same energy. They'll lose same- viewer-
0: I think they'll lose viewers for those shows, but I think they'll come back for season three of Mandalorian. Absolutely. Speaking of which, before I go on to what you think is going to happen in season three, more so, what did you think of the? At the post credit scene at the end of the season finale.
1: Look, I, I like that little throwback. Uh, it was kind of a very nostalgic moment for me because I remember just Return of the Jedi with Jabba and that fuckhead. Yeah. Or whatever your gun's name was. Yeah. Dildo Head.
0: Um, <laughs> Dildo
1: Head! There he is. <laughs> He's a heroin addict <laughs> with dildos on his head.
0: <laughs> Dildo Head!
1: Um. <laughs> It sounds like a Dick Tracy villain. It does. It actually <laughs> does. Do <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do like that that's going to be the kind of precipice for where Boba Fett and his series. How do you
0: think that series is going to go? Where, what do you think he's going to do?
1: I don't know. I, it's really hard to piece together now because it's like, I feel like they're going to run very similar veins as to, you know, that whole bounty hunting process- but they're going to have a new spin on it because they can't run with old storylines. Yeah,
0: it. I think they're going to more so go along the lines of Boba's basically taking over Jabba's empire. So he's going to—I think he's going to make himself to be kind of like a new kind of crime mob boss, if you get me.
1: So is that portrayal of a villain? Then is he essentially going I think to be more a villain? of an
0: anti-hero? Okay.
1: Well, we've kind of seen the good side of him in Mando. Yeah. That he's willing to do good deeds.
0: Oh, it's, I don't think it's just that he's willing to do good deeds. It's more that he stays true to his word. Yeah, he never falters on that. No, he stays true to his word and what he says is what he means. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't kind of like backstab or two face anybody. It's like, okay, this is how it is. This is what's happening. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. There's no faltering in that. So I've got a feeling he's going to be more of an anti hero. But again, they kind of just taking over Jabba's empire.
1: I think I'll feel the same about that the way I did with Venom. Like, you know, obviously not the hero per se, but, yeah. you know, you, you, there's still some, you resonate with them. Yeah. Um. And I think because of the basis that they've set with him in Mandalorian, that I'll find an easy association with him when it comes to his own series. Yeah. And I think it's smart what they've done having released that because now that they can release Boba Fett and people have an idea of exactly what they're going to expect, character-wise. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, w- w- were there any other really s- big series that stood
0: out for you, apart from
1: Obi-Wan and Boba?
0: <sighs> there were uh, Ahsoka, the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Looking forward to that because that's going to be going along. the. I'm pretty sure it's going to be mostly her hunt for uh, Admiral Thrawn, which is a really big villain in the expanded Star Wars universe. Like okay. He's a big player. So I don't know a great deal about him, but I know he's- Pretty fucking bad. He's a real... Like, he's a proper definition of a bad guy. Okay. All right. So, I'm very interested to see the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Um, All right. So, let me go through them. So,
1: we've got Obi-Wan. We've got Ahsoka. Then, we've got Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic. I don't
0: even know what to think of that because I don't know anything about it. Okay. So, I'll wait to see when they kind of release a trailer for it. Andor? Uh, Andor. That's going to be more so about the dude from um, from Rogue One. Okay. So, that'll be interesting. Bad Batch, from what I hear, I think it's about a sect of the Stormtroopers? So the Bad I Batch
1: uh, made their debut in the Clone Wars, return, blah, 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 continuing on their success, the team of rogue clone troopers will return in a new animated series that takes place following the events of Revenge of the Sith.
0: Okay, cool. Then
1: there's Star Wars Visions. I don't know uh, what that A collection out. of 10 animated short films taking place in... uh that's...
0: Okay. Lando... Lando, yeah, that'll be cool.
1: Acolyte, the High Republic, uh, hundreds of years before the Phantom Menace. Uh, I think oh, it's man, more uh,
0: about the rise of the Sith, I think. I
1: think. Okay, a droid story.
0: Eh, I don't. Think I can that's gonna take really it or leave
1: it. Rogue Squadron. That sounds cool. Possible, yeah. Uh, and then there's a couple
0: untitled Taker Watiti project. Ooh, yeah, he'll do a good job. If it's Taika, it'll be good.
1: Waititi played IG-11 in The Mandalorian and directed yes. the final episode of its first season. Yeah. So, you know...
0: It's going to be of high yeah, caliber. Yeah,
1: there's no need to stress about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, th- there's good, good. work. <laughs> there's good. It's been built. Like, they've got a foundation to kind of start letting the roots develop of... Do you, do you think it's essentially like a new Star Wars universe that they're trying
0: to create? I don't think it's a new universe they're trying to create. I think there's but a like big a new direction. Gap. There's a big gap of Star Wars lore, like Star Wars stories that haven't been explored. Yeah, and I think they're like you know what we missed a lot of these gaps. Let's fill them. Yeah, okay. and give people what they've missed out on that contributes so much to a future storyline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair I enough. think that's what that's the feeling I get.
1: Well, I feel like Disney itself has extremely big plans for the next five to ten years because yeah. I know from what I've been reading that they're going to completely redo the Predator universe. Right. So that's going to be in the works. They're going to carry on from the Adrian Brody one. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, the groundwork's been set with a lot of the popular franchise Again, Aliens. Yeah. So there's all these big franchises They are going to literally be like the controlling entity of cinema.
0: I think they have been that for a long time.
1: They have, but I think, you know, it's kind of been, it hasn't been a monopoly of the market. It is going to be now.
0: Definitely it will be.
1: And like I said, if they've got the right formula, they've got the right directors, then I've got no problems with it, weirdly.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. If that's
1: the material that they're producing, props to them.
0: Yeah. So, Mandalorian Season 3. What are you think is going to happen? Where do you think it's going to go? I don't know.
1: It, it, it's really hard for me to kind of articulate it because I I suppose I didn't expect what I got from season two in a lot of ways. So season three, I feel like it'll be very much kind of pursuing the Mando journey itself, you know, going and helping towns and doing all that kind of shit and helping people. And um, But I, I wonder what his sole purpose will be considering now Grogu's gone. Right. So, are you leaning in a particular direction of what you think it's going to eventuate? I am.
0: Now, the big sort of giveaway for me was the whole situation between him and Bo-Katan and the Darksaber, okay? Now, the Darksaber is basically the... Pretty much, it's the physical embodiment of your power over the planet of Mandalore, okay? So, now that technically uh, Jin. Well, is that real name, Jin, has beaten Moff Gideon in battle and won the Darksaber. Technically, he is the right, rifle heir, rightful heir to yeah. the throne of Mandalore. Yeah. Right? But he doesn't want it. Made it quite clear he doesn't want it. Yeah. But basically pleading with Bo Katan to take it off him, but she won't because she has she believes that it can only be acquired through combat. Yeah. But obviously, Mando's Jin's not gonna want to fight her.
1: We we firmly right. established that. He was not keen on that. He doesn't want
0: to fight it. No. He doesn't even want the role. He just wants to give it away and fuck off. He wants to do his own thing. Yeah. He wants to live the way he wants to live. Yeah. Now, coming from his background where he's from a sect of more religious style Mandalorians, he believes in kind of like that, like the old ways of Mandalorian, Mandalorian right? Yeah. But he doesn't see himself as leader potential,
1: no, okay. he never has.
0: So I think that season three may begin his journey of self discovery to kind of to learn more about himself and think, wait, maybe I am worthy yeah. of being the leader of Mandalorian of Mandalore and being the one that brings back the old ways to Mandalore. Yeah. Okay. Right. The whole this is the way sort of thing. Yeah. I wonder if he will try and um, find the Smith, what the the kind of the leader of his sect that, from season one. I wonder if he'll try and search. Was that search- that ba- badass bitch? Yeah. 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 The the Smith, the lady's arm. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if he'll try and seek her out again to maybe for some more guidance and that sort of stuff, and go look. I've got the dark side. What should I do? Um, she might point him in a certain direction. Who knows. But I think that's where Season 3 is mainly going to head towards, which if that's the case, I'm all for it. Perfect. I think as far as Grogu is concerned, I think we've seen the last of him. Yeah. I think that's it. We're yeah. done with him. It, the only way I can see Grogu making an appearance again is if they kind of flash over to him training with Luke, maybe? Well, maybe they said but that there's going thinking, to be a
1: massive crossover event an incorporation of like four or five of the different series they're doing, that there will be a
0: huge
1: thing. So there might be the incorporation of something to do with that. Who knows? Now,
0: I'm assuming that if that is going to take place, then in Mandalorian, as far as the timeline is concerned, to make it make sense, I think there's going to have to be some some sort of time skip. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Because if it's Grogu, I could say two years from now, I don't think he's going to change that much. No, no. Like, think about it. Technically, at the moment, he's in his race, like his lifetime. He's already 50 years old. Yeah. So they age very slowly. So I think in two years, is not going to change much. It's still going to be basically a toddler. Yeah, which is cute regardless. It's cute as fuck. But that's not what we want to see. I would want to see more of, let's say, maybe a teen Grogu. Yeah. Who's a bit more forced adept and is can actually fight. Yeah. That would be very cool to see. Yeah. Well, and still, and it'd be cool to see, for example, let's say if he has like either the sigil on either whether it be on his Jedi robes or maybe a sigil on his lightsaber of the Mudhorn, the same as what Mando has on his shoulder. Yeah. And then when they finally meet, he sees it and they have that kind of that little bonding yeah. experience. Like that would be really cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But that I don't know. But I yeah. think that's a lot later down the track. I think as far as season three, it's going to be that kind of the search for self discovery and whether he thinks whether he actually discovers that he's the right person to rule Mandalore. Yeah. Very good. good there we go. That's, uh, and that wraps it up. So season, season two, two, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. The show's amazing. Season one and two were both brilliant. Yeah. I don't have a preference of which season I liked better. I thought they were both fantastic. Um, so it's just a great series all around.
1: Yeah. You know what you forgot to do at the start? What? Plug us.
0: Oh my God. I did. Wow. So get onto it. I'm going to have to. So if you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe us on SoundCloud, Podcast Attic, Bullhorn, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever the other platforms. podcast platforms you use. You can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a 1. Facebook Rebels Without a Clue podcast and also on the Generation Random Network Facebook page and also at Rebels Without a Clue podcast on YouTube.
1: And we have a new sponsor as well. We Uh, do? We do. Uh,
0: That's the first time hearing about this. Yep. Uh,
1: Titan. Oh my gosh! Give us
0: some free shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get stuff done.
0: I'll get. Like, I want free shit. I'll give you some stickers or some shit. Fuck stickers. Fuck off. What do you want? Pick a power. Give me a free T-shirt. Yeah, but I did that with you. You fucking <laughs> <fleb>. <laughs> You fucking.
1: Yeah. No, let me. I'll, I'll, I'll get some stuff done. Do
0: you want to plug it again? Because I, I kind of did interrupt you. During no. That. So
1: yeah, I recently started a business called Titan Counseling Consultancy. So that is my very own love child, and if. You or anyone you know would like to have a chat. Uh, I'm doing free consultations. So please, by all means, give me a call on 0423 312 215.
0: And where can they find you on the interwebs?
1: Uh, You can check out my website. It's tcconsultancy.com.au. There we go. There we go. Can they
0: find you on Facebook as well?
1: Absolutely. Literally just type in Titan Counseling Consultancy. There
0: we go. Done. There's there's your plug. Done. Now, you you know that means you've got to plug every week. I don't mind. Well, every episode. That's fine. I'm not going to lie it every week because we've been slack with doing every week. We have not done every week for End of the year is real hard. It is. It is. Hopefully in the new year, we'll be more on a regular schedule. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. That's it. Because then every new, new year, part of it, it's always... You know, people go away and shit. Exactly. We need a bit of time for our own recovery, adjustments. So um, we'll see how we go. But we did slip in one more episode before than before twenty twenty was over. Yeah, it was so, only right
1: that we do this episode.
0: Yeah, well, we did plan to have one out before the end of the year because, yeah. well, a lot of you fans out there, <coughs> Annie, Annie, um, Annie, 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 have been asking us where the new episode was, and so there, there we you go. go. Alright, so,
1: well. Until next next year.
0: Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, double dot it, double dot it. (laughs) Until next year, fucking double dot! Double. Double dot!